Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, most merciful Lord, to thy faithful people and par thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 111 is found on page 482, and Psalm 114 is found on four, excuse me, page 484. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all of them that have pleasure therein. His work is worthy to be praised and had an honor, and his righteousness endureth forever. The merciful and gracious Lord hath done so done his marvelous works that they ought to be in remembrance. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever, holy and reverent is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do therein. His praise endureth forever. Psalm 114. When Israel came out of Egypt and the house of Jacob from among the strange people. Judah was his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. The sea saw that and fled. Jordan was driven back. The mountains skip like rams, and the little hills like young sheep. What aileth thee, O thou sea, thou that fleddest, and thou Jordan that thou wast driven back? 
Ye mountains that ye skip like rams, and ye little hills like young sheep. Tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. Who turneth the hard rock into a standing water, and the flintstone into a springing well. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 32nd verse of the ninth chapter of the book of Nehemiah. Now therefore our God, the great, the mighty, and awesome God, who keeps covenant and mercy, do not let all the trouble seem small before you that has come upon us, our kings and our princes, our priests, our fathers, and on all your people, from the days of the kings of Assyria until this day. fallen us, for you have dealt faithfully, but we have done wickedly. Neither our kings nor our princes, our priests nor our fathers have kept your law, nor heeded your commandments and your testimonies with which you testified against them. For they have not served you in their kingdom or on the many good or in the many good things that you gave them or in the large and rich land which you set before them, nor did they turn from their wicked works. Here we are, servants today, and the land that you gave to our fathers to eat its fruit and its bounty, here we are, servants in it, and it yields much increase to the kings you have set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and our cattle at their pleasure, and we are in great distress. And because of all this, we make a sure covenant and write it. Our leaders, our Levites, and our priests seal it. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For thee, he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fifteenth verse of here begins the fifteenth chapter of the book of Acts. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute, dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. So, being sent on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, describing the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy to all the brethren. And when they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all things that God had done with them. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up, saying, It is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. 
Now the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. And when there had been much dispute, Peter rose up and said to them, Men and brethren, you know that a good while ago God chose among us, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us, and made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. Then all the multitude kept silent and listened to Barnabas and Paul, declaring how many miracles and wonders God had worked through them among the Gentiles. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to hear us, and to grant that we, to whom thou hast given an hearty desire to pray, may, by thy mighty aid, be defended and comforted in all dangers and adversities, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Interesting passages tonight. It kind of echoes what Father Hayden was talking about yesterday. Uh, our response to God's goodness after we have sinned, it's a couple things we can do. And one is really the right path. And of course, the other one is the wrong path. Uh, the wrong path would be to double down and try to 
uh, if, uh, assuming rather than ignoring God altogether, I want to approach God, but to double down and try to work as hard as I can to make myself acceptable in God's eyes. And the, uh, the answer, what should happen, is that we should repent, be restored, and then offer ourselves. And as we see in the Psalms, uh, Psalm 111 begins with the character of God and concludes with, a, with what the wise man would do. So it starts out why God is so trustworthy and the fact that, that we can trust God because he keeps his promises, but that we have sinned. That's what they say in Nehemiah as well. And the, the conclusion is the wise or the, the, uh, the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord. And of course, I think we know that fear doesn't mean, um, it's not like terror, it's more of a respect kind of fear. It's still the kind of fear that ends up with, we uh, come in the presence of the Lord, we end up in our face, but it's still a total respect for who God is. So we begin to see that, that our response is to allow God's work to work in us, not us to work for, with God or to work for our, our righteousness. Psalm 114 continues with God's greatness and it reminds of us how little we are in comparison and leads us to repentance and thanksgiving and the offering of ourselves to him. So then we move to Nehemiah and the thought of a failed history and remembering God's goodness as in verse three, however you are just in all that has befallen us for you have dealt faithfully, but we have done wickedly. So with that in mind, a lot of people would would be more uh, moved towards depression, or as I mentioned, to double down on, on higher efforts. We need to pray more harder, read more, uh, read harder, um, do more good works for God. And that's not the answer. In verse 34, um, neither are kings nor are, are princes. <clears throat> Excuse me, and a recommitment to the covenant that the priests of old and their fathers did not keep. So what we're getting is, is a, a recommitment to being restored to God, not by our works, but by God's goodness and mercy. And because of, in verse 38, and because of all this, make a sure covenant and write it, our leaders, our Levites, and our priests to seal it. So they make this covenant. That's the seal of the covenant. And this is what we should do. So um, we, move, we move into Acts. And, and it's, there's a really key thing in Acts today, I think it's really important for us, because as we read the letters of Paul, which we will do throughout the rest of the years at times, and you know, all, all, during the whole cycle of the year, we read the letters of Paul. And in almost every letter to every church, Paul establishes a church, and then um, Judaizers come in and try to get people to follow the law. And in this case, they're saying, they, they came in and they, uh, saying, they're coming in and saying, you must be circumcised. And I was thinking about what, what does that mean, or is there anything that that would really, really relate to? And, you know, thinking about the absurd, um, the idea is, yes, we believe in Jesus for the forgiveness of all our sins and for our uh, reconciling to God, but we're also going to throw off, uh, um, you know, like what they had in some of the movies, we're going to throw a young virgin off this cliff or into the fire. So they're not willing to give up that part that they do that's wrong and just accept the fact that God has done the work for us, that Jesus in his, in his love and, has, has uh, died and risen and uh, brings us to himself with his spirit. And it's a hard thing to uh, accept that, um, that that's the case, that there's nothing I have to do except first believe. And then the response that we get, our response of works, as in James says, uh, faith without works is dead, um, and show me works and I'll show you faith. But if we respond from faith, 
And so in our communion service, we bring our bread and our wine and we offer it to God as an acceptable offering. We bring ourselves to God and we offer ourselves as an acceptable offering. And the point is, God gave us ourselves. He gave us the bread and the wine. So we're really only giving back what God's already giving us. And that's a really, really key concept. Otherwise, you get um, you can get roped into the idea that there's something I'm supposed to do and that it's all dependent on me instead of all dependent on God. So this decision, Paul and Barnabas are sent back to the council in Jerusalem. And the argument is about whether the, the Gentile Christians have to follow Jewish law. And so, of course, the, the Jewish believers are saying, of course, you have to follow the law. This is what you do. And uh, Paul and Barnabas are saying, no, look, God's already done this. And, and what we need for faith is a belief and faith in Jesus. So it lets us off right here at, at this verse. But tomorrow we'll see the answer of the council. And I think you'll see how wise their answer is. But I think, again, it's remember, it's, it's wrong for us to, to offer uh, our works rather than ourselves and to be restored. So the whole point is to be restored to God, not just do something for God and start putting like uh, little little pennies in our bank of all the good things we've done and to accept the work of Jesus and have faith in his name. So I'll start repeating myself and saying the same thing over and over, but rather than that, let's continue with the intercession. On page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as it becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me this evening. Have a blessed Thursday evening. Thank you, Deacon Bob. That was a great message. Thank you. Thank you.